Welcome to Last in Line Leadership Podcast, where we are operating by the standard set in Mark 9.35, where Jesus says, he who wants to be first will be last of all and servant of all. Contrary to popular belief, servant leadership is not weak leadership. On the contrary, we are trying to model and reflect the character of Christ and serve as he did. So we are here at Last in Line to empower and equip you to find the leader within yourself that empowers other people and encourages other people, that serves other people. So we're glad you're here. Settle in to this episode and enjoy your time here at Last in Line Leadership. So i got to ask you guys this question. What is your driving force and what is your stabilizer? What is your foundation? Like a driving force is a little different to me because it's something in that moment that is creating or igniting a fire inside me to pursue something, right? That's a driving force. The foundation that is my stability is something that I stand on regularly. It's not something that I'm necessarily running after. And so that's way more reliable in my opinion than just the next thing I'm chasing or the next thing that's lighting that fire in me and motivating me. So today I'm going to talk about motivation and discipline. And I think if I'm right, obviously this person did not invent the concepts or differentiating of the two, but Jocko Willink, we all know who he is, does a really good job at drawing a line in the sand of these two things but I want to give my take on this. I, it's kind of been, I've been rolling around in my head for a little while and I just kind of put it off, put it off and found reasons not to really talk about it because I didn't want to, you know, dogpile the situation and just pile on to something that everybody else is talking about all the time. But I think it's worth talking about because as much as we hear about it and as much factual information is out there that differentiates motivation and discipline, I think we still got guys that are kind of misguided, misinformed uh, about it. They're mistaken about it. So I think you guys know as well as I do, one versus the other. I'd rather have one if I had to pick. Granted, we need both. I'm not saying motivation's bad. I'm not saying that we all don't need that why to chase after and some reason for doing something or reason for being or something that initiates action is what motivation is. And discipline is something that sustains action and creates a consistency and a steadiness, steadiness, if that's a word, I think it is. Anyway, so I got like, I'm going to say I got about 10 little one-liner statements about each of these. And and I'm not going to go through 10 points, so don't turn this off. It's not going to be a 10-point podcast, trust me. But I'm going to read these that I wrote down. And these are just right off of the top of the dome that I wrote one morning out on the patio where I do some of my best thinking, contrary to those of you who think that it's on the toilet. Whereas, yes, sometimes it is. But most of mine's out on the patio about 5.30 to 6 o'clock in the morning. And uh, so I wrote these down a while back. So here you go. 
Here's what I think motivation is, and here's what I think discipline is times 10. Motivation is fleeting, and discipline is faithful. That's, that's number one. Uh, number two, motivation is a snack, and discipline is sustenance. What do you think about that? So the snack is not going to sustain you. It's not going to satisfy long-term hunger, right? Discipline is the sustenance to satisfy your drive to for longer periods of time. Motivation is built on contingencies. Discipline is built on consistency. Motivation, l- listen, motivation is built on contingency sometimes. It's like literally based on external factors or a particular circumstance. So if this, then this. If this goes this way, then I'll be driven to do this. If this person says what I need them to say, then I will take a step and be motivated. Right? Motivation's too much revolving around contingencies, and discipline's more about consistency because it's really just doing it because it's the right thing, and it's really an unwavering principle, or it should be. And we're all talking about, as we know, I mean, if you need context around this, bless your heart. But discipline, the noun, is what we're talking about, not to discipline the verb. Okay, so discipline is, is like I said, built on consistency. Number four, motivation is your why. Discipline is your when, where, and how. Discipline is really the, the landscape by which all you stand for navigates, operates, um, reconciles decisions to be made, differentiates things. So motivation's your why. You know what I mean? So yes, discipline could be driven or could become a staple in your life because of this why factor. Right, I go to work and I don't even think about it. Why? My why is to provide for my family. I get that. That that creates a discipline. But what sustains a discipline is basically your character and your integrity and your willingness to be unpersuaded, to be shaken or to be swayed. So, motivations your why, disciplines your when, where, and how. That's the nuts and bolts. That's the rubber meeting the road on a long journey, not just a sprint. So number five, I guess we're going to go with motivation is the spark. Discipline is the fire. Everybody knows we need a spark. Again, I'm not saying that motivation's bad, but again, what's going to keep you warm overnight through the night in the winter time, if you're outside, the spark is not, right? The spark leads to something that will, but the spark in and of itself is not what's going to sustain your warmth, your survival. The discipline of doing the hard things without thinking about them, the discipline of doing the steady, mundane, boring repetitions, fundamentals is what's going to sustain you. The fire is going to warm you long-term, not the spark. So the next one's motivation is a sprint. Discipline's a marathon. 
We've said that. We'll say it till we're blue in the face. Maybe we already are blue in the face, but I won't spend a lot of time on that. But again, it's a shot out of a cannon, right? But, you know, the 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 discipline, I guess, for lack of a better comparison, is the inertia of your cause, your principles, your values, your morals. It's what sustains. It's what keeps going, right? It's not the the shot out of the cannon. Uh, but motivation is. Uh, and we all, again, need to be shot out of a cannon sometime. We all need that driving force, but we also need something that's going to keep us on the road long-term. Um, so it's not just about how fast you can get from zero to 60. Um, it's about how far you can get from how, how, how you're going to get from zero to 6 million miles or 600,000 miles or whatever long journey. How are you going to get to the end? Um, Motivation's a choice or has a choice, sorry. Motivation has a choice. Discipline, catch this right here, has already decided. Motivation has a choice. Motivated to work out every day is probably inaccurate. If I were to say, speak for me. I'm not motivated every day to work out. I'm really not. I think you're lying if you say you are. You're disciplined if you do it every day to work out. I've already made the choice ahead of time. Before, before next week even gets here, I've already decided Monday through Friday I weight train. I lift weights in the garage. It's not, it's literally like brushing my teeth. It is not an option. Assuming my schedule and obligation somewhere else doesn't like affect that, but I will figure out a way to either make that up the next, you know, on the weekend, that's technically my day off or later in the day. Uh, that's not my normal time. My regularly scheduled programming might have to be adjusted and filled in another slot, but it's one of those things where I've already decided it's not, do I have to go work out today? Do I get to go work out today? Should I work out? What would be the upside to me working out? Like I don't labor those questions and try to negotiate with myself working out. You guys may have something that you do that fits in this category of it's not negotiable. And that's what motivation is. It is a choice. Motivation has a choice. Discipline says, nah, you've already decided. You don't get the freedom to make a choice here. That's what I think the, the takeaway, if I had to wrap all this up into one nutshell of a, of a concept, it is I'm not giving myself any freedom in this area whatever particular area you're talking about. The brushing the teeth example. Hopefully you wake up and you don't need to convince yourself to do that. Hopefully it's not open for discussion within your own mind. Hopefully it's been made, that decision. And it's not even worth considering plan B. Like plan A is the plan. We're brushing our teeth every day, twice a day, hopefully. So this motivation thing Gives you a way out, gives you a hall pass, gives you a plan B. Discipline says, nope, 
already been done. There's not even a plan involved. It's it's already been written in stone. Here's my structure. Here's what's already been established. That could be another one of these I didn't even list. The d- discipline has been established. Motivation is waiting for the the incentive to consider establishing something. That's to me where we get into problems as people in our relationships. You know, if you've given yourself the option of divorce with your wife, you've you know, you've screwed the pooch from from the beginning. And, you know, forgive my whatever, but that's my metaphor. It's you've you've blown this thing up from step one. If divorce is even in your vocabulary, that gives you an out. That gives you, well, I better stay motivated in this marriage or I can, you know, jump ship, catch the next train to Clarksville. Um, but discipline says, ha, huh, guess what? You're arguing with your wife. Guess what? Y'all may not like each other anymore. Guess what? They're not, you're not overly attracted to each other anymore. Well, you're in it. So you better figure something out. It's not, there's not a parachute for marriage. You're both holding hands going down and you're going, you're jumping and you're fall, free falling sometimes it feels like, but you're, you're holding hands and you're doing it together. So you're disciplined to know that there's no way out. You better figure it out. That's pretty straightforward. But I mean, I think some of you may need to hear that, that there's no room for negotiating an incentive to begin something or establish a pattern or a rhythm or a routine for certain things. Obviously this doesn't necessarily apply in every 100 out of 100 aspects of your life. Yes. There's times where you have to pivot. You got to make adjustments. Sometimes you got to tweak the plan a little. Sometimes there are things that, you know, they can, you can give or take those. It, it's not a life or death situation. It's not going to compromise your character, your morals, your, your, your values. But, there are those things that we're not going to negotiate negotiate or discuss. So that's where I'm drawing the line in the sand with motivation and discipline. I've never heard, you know, the details of what other people articulate about these two and how they draw that line. And, but I'm sure there's some overlap here, but I, I would, I would bet we all agree that they are different and I'm not motivated to go to work. I'm disciplined because that's my lifestyle. That's the pattern. That's the rhythm. That's what has been predetermined in order to sustain our lifestyle, in order to survive. Okay? Um, So motivation has a choice and discipline's already decided. That's the bottom line. Motivation, the next one, motivation is a drink. I would even say motivation is a sip. Discipline is hydration. Again, these are just basic kind of, I don't even know what you'd call them, axioms, uh, cliches. I don't even know that they're counted as a cliche because really they're not universal, some of these. But motivation is a sip. It's a drink. Maybe it's a gulp for you. But sustaining the hydration. Discipline is hydration. It's what your body needs to make it long-term. Discipline 
uh, honestly, discipline is what determines the kind of person that you are to those around you, to yourself, uh, to the community. If you're a contributing member of society, the bar slides in the direction of how disciplined you are or are not. So if you're not and you're driven on motivation more than discipline, your contribution in a productive way, in a positive, impactful, influential way as a leader is diminished if you're driven by motivation. If discipline is three-fourths of your pie and the sliding scale is over in that direction, weighted, tipping those scales toward dis discipline, most likely I would show you, you show me a guy that's that way, I'll show you a guy who leads his family spiritually, who loves his wife uh, and shows his children that, who serves at his church and his community, who is somewhat of a leader, but at the very least a valued contributor to the team at his job. I'll show you not a perfect person, not a, a man who's got everything all buttoned up and figured out but I'll show you a guy who has got some things sharpened and dialed in. And I will, I will show you somebody who's going to have fruit. Who's going to see the fruit of their labor, the fruit, the harvest of the seeds he sows is going to be that guy that is more disciplined than motivated. That's what I'll show you. So motivation is a sip guys. It's, kind of that hit, that shot in the arm you need, right, for that moment. But guess what? Tomorrow you're going to be thirsty again. And you got to make the determination of whether you're going to take a sip again of the same thing, whatever it is. Not literally, guys. Unless it's coffee. And by all means, chug away, baby. We don't just sip it. We drink coffee. But motivation's a sip. It's a drink, okay? Discipline is hydration. Discipline is the, the fuel in you that drives, that needs, that sustains, that your body needs. The next one, motivation is dopamine, speaking a shot in the arm. Discipline is serotonin. I just did an episode this week that released, actually, um, with Dr. Charles Popany, a neurologist here in the great city of Houston, Texas. And he dropped some wisdom, dropped some clinical knowledge, dropped some expertise about depression, anxiety, chemicals, you know, hormones in our body. And serotonin is really kind of the stabilize, the stabilizer, the, the mood controller. It's kind of the, the calming factor. The dopamine is that boom, that rush, that shot in the arm, that high that we get, right? We all addicts, they love this dopamine because it, it boom, it's like their motivator to keep going, and then it wears off, right? There's another analogy. Like, this motivation thing wears off. That's why people keep coming back to this thing that they're addicted to to stay motivated. Discipline doesn't need that. Discipline's already addicted to the process that they've already pre-established to be their way of life. Motivation is searching for that next reason, that next shot in the arm, that next hit of dopamine. So motivation is dopamine, and discipline is serotonin. Discipline is the even keel. It's the, yes, 
I am still steady, even through the storm, even through this monsoon of a relationship or this train wreck of a relationship with my child or this this absolute grease fire at work that we don't seem to be able to, to put out or extinguish. But guess what? I'm steady Eddie. I'm, I'm pressing on, head down, pressing through it, gritting my teeth, bowing my neck, and getting this thing done. It's not always going to be pretty. In fact, discipline, I would argue discipline almost feeds off of adversity. Because discipline's the one thing that can drive its head right through a headwind, drive its face right in the belly of the beast, the teeth of the storm, and it still goes. I, I mean, I'm just telling you, I, I, dumb example, but years ago I had a sprinkler in our yard. It was like a tractor. And it was like, I don't know, it, that sucker was cast iron, I think. It weighed about 50 pounds but had these big spiked wheels and you, you know, you screw the hose in and you turn it on and it's got this huge, you know, long wingspan of a sprinkle stream, the spray that it goes and it covers the entire yard. It just, but this thing, the pressure of the water drives the wheels to turn and they continuously slowly just go, right? They just go. So it could be raining. It could be a hurricane outside, but as long as the pressure is turned up, catch that? You catch what I'm doing here. The pressure was turned up. That enabled it to sustain its forward motion. Those wheels continued to turn. Obviously, the minute I turned it off and relieved the pressure, the wheels stopped and the thing was stuck there. It just stopped. So we, the discipline in our lives, is this tractor wheel that as the pressure increases, we still have a steady forward motion. It may not be fast. We may not be taking five steps forward. We may be taking a half a step forward. It may be baby steps, but we're still going forward because discipline says, I'm doing it anyway. I've already decided. So barring any physical ailment or illness or injury that I can't proceed, then I'm going forward. And, and motivation doesn't do that. Motivation needs a reason, like I said earlier. Motivation needs to, us to keep feeding it so it stays hungry, so then we keep feeding it, and it's this perpetual wheel, perpetual process that's never satisfied, that always is dependent on something external to drive it. Discipline isn't. I would argue discipline stays going and actually welcomes elevated pressure. So there you go. I think motivation's a dopamine and, and discipline is the serotonin, right? It's the steady state homeostasis, if you will, in your will and your driving force. So the next one is motivation is a blind date. Discipline is a 50 year marriage. Wow. I, I'm even impressed by that one. I give myself a pat on the back for that one. I like that one. I forgot I put that one in there, but I got to give it up to myself. Props to me, right? I, I think you would agree. You're grinning a little bit, right? Might even be shaking your head as to how ridiculous that sounded. But think about it. Motivation's a blind date. 
right? We're all, I've never been on one, but I'm going to assume just by things I've seen and how Hollywood portrays it, but whatever. Uh, for the sake of comparison, for sake of example, guys are looking forward to blind date. There's this kind of uncomfortable anxiety yet sort of enticing anticipation that goes with going on a blind date, meeting someone for the first time. You don't know what they look like, hoping you can find them when you get there. Like you, you guys are sort of sizing each other up and you see each other. Right. And so it's that exhilaration, I guess, in the moment. Well, hopefully, hopefully it's not disappointment, but whatever, follow me, stay tracking with me. This blind date, right? Motivation is the blind date. That's got this potential exhilaration, this anticipation, this, this need to see what's on the other side. This is my reason because I'm, I'm intrigued, right? So that's what motivates. But discipline says, I want that 50-year marriage. I want that steady. I want that long-term thing I can count on. Can't count on a blind date. Literally, up until the moment where you see them, you have no idea that you can count on whether they're even there. They could have stood you up. You don't know. But when you see them, you still don't have any guarantees. You have to still talk to this person, right? And you have to, you know, the whole boxes that you check when you build a relationship with somebody in that regard, the intimacy, the the whatever, romance, whatever there is, connection. Um, I, but that 50-year marriage, man, discipline says, check me out. We've made it through everything together. It is that celebration of all your loved ones around you that that's what discipline is is the drive that gets you to that point it's the 50 years of with that somebody right discipline and you put it whatever it's not just in the marriage context discipline is that 50-year marriage metaphorically right so we've got to buy in to the difference first of all of discipline and motivation we got to buy in that it's not always pretty. In fact, as we said earlier, the pressure, as the pressure increases, we've built the foundation enough to still sustain forward progress. And we want that. We want that 50-year marriage, right? That thing we look back on the road we've traveled and we're like, I can't believe we made it here. Discipline's the same way. I can't believe that didn't knock me off the track. I can't believe that didn't knock me down permanently. I can't believe we survived. But discipline doesn't give you a way out of survival. Discipline says survival is my only option. Progress is my only option. Guess what? Success might be your only option in certain things. Yeah, you might fail, but long term, you're going to press through, press on, press forward, and look back and go, wow, God, God took care of us. Again, my overarching theme to every episode I do is God's grace, God's mercy, right? God's forgiveness, God's goodness, His provision, His sovereignty, His providence. So all of that is, all of what I talk about is under that umbrella. I think you guys know that by now. So that one might be my favorite. I got one more for you, but this one here, these were not in any particular order, by the way, obviously, but motivation is a blind date. Discipline is a 50-year marriage. Actually, that might not be my favorite. Motivation is a drink or a sip, and discipline is a is hydration. That's that's a pretty good one too. Actually, take that back. I think you know I like all these. 
Uh, motivation has a choice and discipline is decided, already decided. That's a good one. So I'm sorry, I'm not recapping. I just was, I, I was looking at these again. I'm like, wow, okay, that was pretty good too. All right, last one. Sort of covered this one by now. You would guess, you know, if there's 11 or 12 of these, I don't know how many, but by now we probably have some redundancy and I apologize, uh, but not really. So motivation energizes, discipline stabilizes. That's the last one. Okay. Last but not least, motivation energizes. And I'm going to even add in the moment, right? Motivation energizes for a time, for a season, even. Maybe it's more than just in that moment, but literally, it's not a lifestyle. Motivation, right? Is it energizes you for a time, but that would allude to a fact that that's temporary. Discipline stabilizes. I want to be stable. I want to be reliable. I want to be able to count on something or trust something. I want to know that something is going to be what it's going to be, regardless of who comes around or what comes around to try to knock it off from being that thing. I want something stable. I want discipline to be my stabilizer. I don't need motivation to energize me. Yes, we all want to be energized. But let's be energized because it's already baked in to our DNA because of decisions we made about discipline, because of decisions we made about who we want to be, what we want to represent, who we want to impact and lead. Discipline's already made those decisions, determinations. That's what makes it different than the energize that you feel from motivation. The Energizer Bunny, right? The, the commercial, they say, uh, keeps going and going and going. Eventually, the Energizer Bunny stops going. Okay? Eventually, that battery power runs out. You got to re... Obviously, you know, you got to replace the battery. But discipline says we're that Energizer Bunny that doesn't need a battery. Discipline says we're going to go. And we're going to do it, the big word here is anyway. We're going to do it anyway, regardless of fear, regardless of opposition, regardless of temptation, regardless of insecurity, regardless of pain and adversity, we're going to persevere. All right, that's it, guys. Two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven, I guess. Why, I don't know why I stopped there or why I didn't keep it at ten. But look, I, I don't know which one I would even take out. If I had to pick a least favorite kid of these, I don't know that I have one. But I, I want you to be able to look at this list. Maybe you play it back, the episode. Maybe you write them down and kind of pick the two or three that really plant their flag in your spirit. They really dig their feet in with who you are and what applies most to you. And maybe you build more of your life around these things. And maybe you're going to surprise yourself that you're a little more disciplined than you thought. Maybe you're not quite as motivated to the detriment of your temporary existence in a certain aspect or season. So maybe you're going to surprise yourself a little bit about how disciplined you are or can be now that you know there's a difference. I say we, you know, we acknowledge motivation for what it is. It's fine. Everybody needs it for a moment. Everybody, you know, likes a little motivation. But look, 
the motivation's only what gets us out of the gate. Discipline is what's going to sustain you and is going to get you down to that miles and miles down the road where you look back and say, I could have quit there, but I didn't. Why? Because I already made a decision and a determination of who I was going to be and how I was going to show up, right? Because motivation is a sprint. Dip. Discipline is a marathon. Motivation's a drink or a sip and discipline's hydration, guys. So stay hydrated with your discipline. With that, be blessed. Make your escape.